Hi, I'm Austin Ertham. And I'm Taylor Patton, and welcome to the Kitchen Table Podcast. We're here to motivate, educate, and relate to you guys sharing our stories, helping you get 1% better in all areas of your life. Welcome to this week's episode, episode number 42. We're talking seven types of influence. This is episode four within that series. We're talking about self-help influence today. So what can you do to influence yourself and then put that on to others? Because if you cannot cope with your own problems, it's going to be very difficult for you to cope and influence others' problems or give them advice, whatever it may be. So we're going backwards to move forwards, essentially. Uh, another uh, news piece, we are recording this early um, this week due to uh, some vacation. vacation, yeah. Not really. Um, Taylor's got some work things to do next week, so we're going to... Because I'm going on vacation. Oh, yeah, literally. I guess it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's He's got to work extra so he can go on vacation, essentially, is what yeah, it is. I'm just working earlier. Working earlier. Anyways, uh, so we haven't done a ton with the uh, challenge recap from last week, which was be okay with plan B or C um, and trying to plan everything out. It's only been about 48 hours um, since our last episode that we have recorded. And Taylor said that you didn't, you didn't have a ton, you said, right, since it hasn't been much? Yeah, um, I mean, I don't have a lot. Um, okay, for me, I actually have an epiphany that happened to me. I'm ready. So like last it. last night, I started to watch Man in the Arena. My brother texted me and said it was on. I didn't know it was on. It uh, shows you how much I've been paying attention to things. And... So I recorded it on my TV for a couple episodes, but I couldn't watch all of it because I didn't have, I didn't know it was on. So I could only catch the end of one episode and then the rest of another. Yeah. And the episode I watched was actually episode nine. I, I encourage everybody to watch it. I thought it was a great opening. Um, even though it's episode eight, it was great for my life because the episode's called Maybe. And talks about a Chinese proverb. So I'm going to mess it up here, but I'll kind of give you the gist of it. So basically, there's this old Chinese proverb, and it goes, um, there's a man who lived in the country and tended to his fields, and he had a horse. And then his horse ran away. And all the villagers from town came to his farm and said, hey, we're so sorry that your horse ran away. And the guy goes, maybe. So then, fast forward six months, the horse comes back. This time, it brings nine horses with it. So now the man all of a sudden has 10 horses. So he cares and tends to the horses. And the villagers come up from the town and they say, hey, we're so happy that your horse came back. And it brought you nine more horses. Now you have 10 horses. And the man goes, maybe. Fast forward again. His son has grown up, moves away. Villagers come up, say, hey, we're sorry that your son moved away. Guy goes, maybe. Fast forward again, son comes home. This time he has a new wife. And of course, the villagers are really happy. Come up to him and say, this guy, that man's in an old age now. They say, hey, congratulations. It's nice to have your son back. And he says, maybe. Fast forward again, son's wife leaves him and takes a horse with her. Villagers come up. They say, hey, sorry that your son's... Uh, Wife didn't work out, and he, she stole one of your horses. And the man goes, maybe. All right, and then there it goes on that something happens to the wife, and the son 
uh, wasn't involved with it because he wasn't with her anymore, whatever it might be. But the story is that what we think is good or we have planned for it, I plan for this to be good or in case this goes bad, we are scared of the unknown and we try to plan the unknown out. But in the end, he says maybe because we don't know if the good really is going to be good and if the bad things in our life really are meant to be bad. They might be bad in the moment, but in the end, they're blessings in disguise and good for us. Mm. A lot of times we think, oh, this is good when it's not, or this is bad when we get ahead of ourselves or react to it. So I was thinking how I've been talking about surrendering myself more. Yeah. And it really, like today, I was trying to plan out a bunch of things and make everything line up for the future. And I have no idea what the future is going to be. So why even try to plan two, three, four years down the road to mm-hmm. save five, ten thousand $10,000 to do this experience, that experience? Who the heck knows, right? Right. I'm going to see an orthopedic for my hip on Friday. And I, I they could tell me that I have uh, muscle separated from my bone. I mean, I, it's a year recovery or whatever it might be. All right, so I, everything could change right away. So why even why even try to plan it? So I'm just going to drink my coffee, enjoy the sunshine, do what I can, and laugh. Laugh, cry, uh, whatever Jimmy V's four things are. I was just talking to Steph about this. You should laugh. You should laugh, cry, something and something every day. I got to look it up. I'm kind of mad. You're over, you're, I was like, you're over here giving... 50% advice over here. <laughs> Call me the 50 percenter. Uh, let yeah. me see. Jimmy V, four things. Or three things. Number one is laugh. Number two is think. And number three is cry. Yeah. Have your emotions moved to tears? And I've cried five times in the month of April. Boom. Have you actually? Yeah. Not like cry, like I don't like ball, you know, but like the tear ducts get going and you get like emotional about it. Yeah, just five different times. I don't remember the last time I even tear ducts came. And I think like it's so like unmanly or like whatever you want to call it, but I really don't care. Like, because last week's episode, we were talking like some people are alpha and beta, you know? Yeah. And I really got thinking like, I want to be more alpha than I am. Like in some situations, I'm kind of shy. In other like situations, I want to speak up and I don't. I might as well just like, if I'm comfortable, I'm like the crazy guy, you know? I want to be that guy all the time. And that's why this is going to lead perfect into the quote of the week. Just I got to write down here. Quote of the week this week is perfect because it says, Act as if you are the person you want to be by Bernie Siegel. So act as the person, act today as the person you want to be tomorrow. So put into action now the best you can. Now, that doesn't mean if you can only lift 200 pounds, it doesn't mean to try to lift 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. It means to lift 200 pounds excellent so you can get stronger to get to 300 pounds or whatever it is. Like So my situation, be outgoing or be okay crying in front of people. Or yeah. if you want to say something motivational, put it on media. Let people know you're out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's mm-hmm. the quote of the week. Yeah. So that's, like, like, that's all I got on the challenge and stuff, so. I'll dive into mine a little bit because I was actually not thinking. Uh, my biggest thing was like, so what? I guess this is coming out next Tuesday. Last Tuesday, I had an interview, and that so technically, by the time you hear this, I already know. But some foreshadowing is cool. Yeah, I was like, 
<laughs> anyway, so then I'm like, like we're all moving out at the end of our lease here, and that. So like, then I was like starting to figure out like, I was like, if I, I was like starting to like plan. I was like, okay, if I get the job, like where am I gonna live? And I started thinking, I was like, okay, now what if I don't get the job? Because I was like looking at like the people that applied to, and I was like, dang, I was like, these are like, good there's candidate. like, yeah, there's like a few good solid candidates in there. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, so I was like, then I was like, I'm shoot, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start looking up like different places. And I stopped myself. I was like, no, I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna let myself, um, I'm gonna allow myself to start planning a B and C yet. Then that. And so that was a that's that's my challenge so far. Yeah, and once you get news, it's, it's some like no yeah. matter what news gives you something, you know. Right. It gives you some sort of clarity, no matter if it's good news or bad news. Like I was yeah. listening to a CrossFit podcast, and I was coming home from uh, doing a kicking thing for some kids this weekend, and basically this guy should be in like uh, the next round, but he's not um, going to the right place, so he might not physically be able to make it because he's not vaccinated. He doesn't have a passport and his wife and kids, like he's, he's got people to take care of. So he lives in Texas and he can't, he legally can't get to Canada. And that's the only spot that he could go to perform maybe. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, you know what? I'm a realist. I'm not going to plan ahead because I have, if, if I can't go, then I can't go. It is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's like clarity, no matter what, like he's just like, if I, it'd be nice to know just so I have that clarity of what to do next in my life. I think that's interesting. Anyways, uh, I don't have anything special for the uh, ad this week. Make sure you guys get your dollar dollar bills and get your Vitargo. I promise you, it's worth it. All right. I here's some information for you. All right. Uh, I haven't taken Vitargo this week because it's a one. I want to do an experiment if it really works. Because last week I put on my Instagram like I took it every day in my uh, recovery is really high and then this week i didn't take it and i was trying to see how it goes and i'm four days in and i've been at 40 percent, 42 percent, 41 percent, and then i hit 96 percent all of a sudden so i don't know my body's not getting my body's just getting used to it not having it or what but a couple days after i stopped taking it and I didn't like, uh, the only thing I had was I had ice cream. It's the only thing that could have uh, fluctuated something out of the norm, out of the norm. But yeah. so I, I do think Vitargo really does help. Um, I also just felt better last week than I felt this week. I also am getting fitter as I'm working out, though. So I do think Vitargo is worth it um, to give it a try. Um, it's well worth your money. Anyways, we'll get an ad and we'll get back to you self-help is the use of one's own efforts and resources to achieve things without relying on others one more time the use of one one's own efforts and resources to achieve things without relying on others achieve without relying on others so it's kind of like your self-image of who you think you are mentally, physically, socially, whatever it might be, yeah. right? Or it's all the tools you build up within your own. I like that. Tools. It's your yeah. toolkit. Yeah. Um, your resources. Yes, of who of who you are. Um, okay, so I got a question for you, I guess, just to, to start this off. I'm always ready. 
what what passions do you have? We talked last week. Normally, you associate mm-hmm. yourself with common interests, right? Yeah. Or um, people who are like you in some way, whether that's religion or you're in the same job, whatever, your coworkers, you have a similar vision. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you enjoy doing? And do you spend most of your time doing that? Mm, yes. That's right. I like helping others. I think helping others is a passion. Because mm-hmm. I like, I, I, this is when I like, not like it's more of a passion is when I, I'll be like, like, you know, it's just like a constant thing. I think about it 24 seven. And okay. especially like where I work, I'm mean, like, how do I, right. like, how do I run, how do I run, how do I run the group? Clip that thing. <laughs> I was like, how do I run the group better? And that, how do I make this person understand something different that I've been working uh sometimes like letting people fail and then it's good yeah and then like talking through them like, like yesterday parent, like yesterday i had i had a kid and like they were not he he wasn't in trouble but he was in with the troubled kids just because i wanted to follow up with him and so then he was sitting in there thought, thinking that he was in trouble he ends up like getting into an argument with another kid and storms out and i go after following up, i was i walked out i was like I was like, why are you reacting to the kids that are in trouble? I was like, I, I was like, your only job was to sit in there. I was like, I was like, you didn't say anything. I just wanted you to sit in there so I could follow up with these few kids and then I'm going to follow you and we're going to move on with our day. And instead, like you just let one of our like more negative kids completely derail your own self-esteem right now, your own, your own mojo, your own flow. Mm-hmm. And so, like, just like, send back and like, I'm like, you're like, you let another kid control your emotions through that today. And so, just sitting back and like letting kids like go through that. And but yeah, I'll be like driving, I'll be, I'll be in the shower working out. Never and, thinking about. Yeah, and then, like sometimes like I'll get mad at myself for not doing something like that I should have done. Yeah, and hindsight's then, always you know. Yeah, especially like working out or something, and then I'm like working out harder because yeah. I'm mad. And yeah. That, so it's a plus or minus because. that's funny because side note sometimes i hope like if i have like a phone call or something like that i hope it's bad before i work out so i just get pissed and then i work out better right because i get in that i call it like it's kind of like the f zone like you Mm -hmm. just don't care and you go hard you know and you're just ready yeah uh i love that that's when that's when things get good yeah you're locked in you're present Mm -hmm. you're present thinking Mm -hmm. um but yeah so like that's one of my passions I just have passion for like working out. So do you do you, do you spend a lot of your time? Uh, I know you said you think about it a lot, but do you spend action on your passion, like helping people, working out, etc., or do you spend a lot of your day uh, doing other things? We'll say. What do you mean? I feel uh, like I'm more in the. So I I use yeah. me for an example, right? So teaching to me is a job. Yeah. I I, I enjoy. Um, helping people get better, obviously, but I don't want to help people get better who don't want to get better because yeah. I, I'm not going to, um, if I have, a, if I build a relationship with them, I'm willing to, Yeah. but there's some kids, I mean, you can't reach everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to get better at that. Yeah. But in reality, there's so many people who want to get better that I want to help before I want to help people who don't want to get better. Mm-hmm. So in terms of 
school, there's like half the kids that do, half the kids that don't. And it's very hard to, because um, everybody's got to be kind of equal, right? You got to yeah. have the equity piece. So yeah. teaching to me right now, especially just science, like I want to teach about life. So science, I can try to put in the life stuff, but in the end, I got to teach the standards that the state mm -hmm. tells me. So teaching for me is a job, mm -hmm. right? I try to do other stuff during my job that I want to spend more time on, like taking <laughs> care of my body, uh, doing stuff for a podcast, looking at a uh, stock market, right? Yeah. And I can't do that as much. Um, well, I can, depending on what I'm teaching that day, but I can't do it as much when I need to lesson plan or I need to help kids or whatever. And mm -hmm. it, it makes it so both of my worlds aren't as good as I want them to be because now I'm not as good a teacher as I want to be. And I'm not as good as a athlete or podcaster or um, trade or whatever it might be as I want to be. Right. So I feel like but, my time mm -hmm. is not spent on my passion, which tells me that something needs to give. Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking about. So my next question would be like, what, what do you do? Like here, I'll just give an example for myself well, since I'm on it. Like to make myself like self-help to influence myself better. I need to think of a logical change that would make sense for me. So an easy, small change for me last year was during my break, I would like watch YouTube or whatever during lunch. Hmm. Now in my hour, I'd like lesson plan. Now I lesson plan like once a month and I do it way in advance. That way I just tweak things as we go and I stretch in my off period. I literally do yoga in my classroom because hmm. that gives me stuff that I can do personally. <laughs> I don't have to do it when I get home. I get more time in the day and I'm doing something that's like, checking that box that I Prioritize. need to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was a small change for me because my biggest self-help personally is to get things done. And I love going to my calendar and hitting delete. It makes me feel good. Mm. So my biggest thing is when I'm stressed or things aren't going right, I need to one reflect and two, I got to take action on that. That is the easiest way for me to reflect. And it all starts with me being self-aware because you learn all this stuff, right? You're the image you have of yourself is, always growing or changing and the more you're aware like we talked about last week with wisdom the more you're aware the better you can see yourself in a true sense and that's when your passion becomes your purpose and your purpose becomes who you are and then like i said in the quote act who you want as if you want to be that person that way you can literally have that be a reality so that's where I think for that's the steps I'm thinking in my life currently. So I'm, I'm wondering, like, since you're spending more time on, I guess, your passion, what uh, helps you when things aren't going right? What do you do to make yourself feel better or more confident? Um, I think, like, to me, my passions come and go. Mm -hmm. like i feel like they're, they're so are they passions like, or are they hobbies then? and that i still think they're passions okay and that like i'm still passionate about helping others why I, how... I gotta go back why why is it passion not about why have you like helping but mm -hmm. passion versus hobby we talked about this like way back when like episode three yeah well what's the difference to you i think passions keep reoccurring so they come and, and go, then, but yeah, they, it's they, like they a keep coming up. Where like hobbies are, like I used to be, I used to be big into like hot cars, and that, and I used to be big in like fixing like little, uh, plastic toy cars, and that now I so passion they I, might come I, and go, I, I but they come back again. Yeah. 
and that and hobbies you might just yeah, read. Yeah. And like I couldn't think to like sit down and read an instruction manual to build a plastic car. Yeah, I got you. And that so I think like that's where like a hobby like it's more of a hobby. Yeah. And that where like it was just like it through a time. I got you. Anyways, continue. What do you do to but yeah, so like I was thinking about this. I like an empty cup can't fill others. Yeah, and that's the purpose and that, of this episode. Yes, exactly. And I know that's that's the question you're asking. Yeah. Uh, how I keep my cup full is I, I mean, I just feel like I just stay so neutral on a lot of things. Like a, a lot of things like don't bug me, get on my skin, or like take a lot from me. Yeah. And that I'd say, like, especially like when I'm in it, like my energy levels are always like normally pretty high. But as soon as like I get out of it, and like mm-hmm. this is like, I mean a job and that makes up the passion but like today like i finally got home and i'm like i need to like i was like I need, I need to take a break i need to take a nap so like an hour and a half nap i was like otherwise i'm not gonna make it to here i was like i'm I was like you're gonna be kicking down my door and trying to drag me out of bed i'll do it and that so i think i was like when because I know when I'm in it, like, coming back from, like, I know I need a break. I need to, like, let my body rest and recover. Uh, it's, like, one thing for me. So you got to have balance. Yeah. And that, but the crazy thing is my balance. You see me, I'll work 100 hours easy. Yeah. Just that, to, but but just, eventually you're going to crash. Yes. Though. And that, like, I mean, I, what, a month ago, I pushed myself probably the I probably worked the closest. I worked over a hundred hours for what, three, four weeks straight. And it's just, I, 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 it didn't affect me. But as soon as I went back to only working five shifts, which is like 50 hours, I, I felt so drained. Like my, my lists weren't good. Like nothing was like flowing. Mm-hmm. And then that next week things started going like more like normal again. So how how do you get back to how do you get back to like uh, the energy level going up? Like I think of like that's kind of like yeah. so I, you always have like of, dips in, like I always dip in uh, like March and I always dip in October. Mm-hmm. Always, it's the winter for me. I suck whenever it's cold. Yeah, I know. And mine, well, you're that's I probably seasonal stuff. Then. Yeah, mine is like that's the middle of like the grind. Yeah, of the semesters. Yeah, which is different. Is I mean like at Woodward they. Like, this, there's they have trimesters but yeah. it's like never like not there's like really never like yeah. a break from the kid like you get to leave the kids and that for a while where like if they're in school or not in school like we're ha- hanging out like i'm yeah i'm with them uh but other than that like i want to say like one thing for me is is if i ever like get super worked up about something i just say a quick prayer mm-hmm. and that usually like that like neutralizes me or like brings me back to central and that uh i'd say another thing is like just conversations with my with my dad and that is another like good thing that i have especially like driving and that just being able to like just like i want to i'm gonna say like spill everything out but yeah you just like well it's some- like listening and hearing yeah but sometimes it helps to get everything out like another um well from like what we uh, the research i did this week and then also just in general 
uh, what helps me is like, I write everything down. So I used to talk to father Ken every Wednesday, you know, and he told me like during adoration or during your thoughts in the day or when you're stressed or whatever, if you want to like, think about nothing, just write it down. So I used to write, I write notes in my phone every time I think of something important or talk about my day. Like I'll even write, like, I like act like I won't remember it, but I'll remember my day to a T all the time, Mm -hmm. but I'll still write down like, Hey, during my workout today, I thought this Mm. or whatever, because that's one of the ways like to have self-help. And then it helps you to be more aware of who you are. Right. And then, then it's less about the outside world or the noise. Mm. Um, So like, again, Tom Brady, the man in the arena thing that was watching, he's, he's like, no matter what you do in life, focus on being joyful, focus on doing something that makes you joy. Don't worry. Mm. They were talking about, they're having a bad season. Everybody's telling them how much they suck on TV and blah, blah, blah. When really nobody, nobody knows the true story Mm. and nobody needs to know the true story, right? As long as you and the people in, but in that case, the locker room know who they are Mm. and they're joyful and they're doing stuff to, to have joy, then really it doesn't matter. So you can have a lot more um, passion and less stress and just feel better about yourself by doing that stuff. And I think an easy way to to get rid of the noise is to just journal and flush it. Mm -hmm. Um, That's, yeah. And and I feel like I find myself writing down a lot more things. Like, I'll never be the extent that you write things down. Yeah. And that, because that's just not my style. Yeah. yeah. But I found myself like writing down my thoughts a lot more, like either yeah. on my journal or in my phone. Well, this is this is like the stuff I love because like confidence wise, what you're supposed to do is you can, you can literally watch a highlight film of you, right? Mm. Or uh, if you're trying to, let's say you're trying to help somebody be better at um, their job. Right. Yeah. And you don't know how to, you said you used to like think about fixing cars and stuff. You, you have no idea how to do it. So you look up a video, then you visualize yourself doing it, or you uh, have an interview for a job and you practice that interview. You practice what you're going to tell that person. Right. So then, I mean, we literally practice your interview that one time. Yeah. So literally like all those, and that helps to be the key with, I really think the key with self-help is to be aware of who you are. That's literally another way of saying the definition, right? Not, not your self-esteem. That's part of it. So self-concept remembers your whole individual. Self-esteem is just how you feel about a certain thing. Mm-hmm. So if you, let me make sure I got that right here. Yeah. But going off that, so like I just had my interview the other week and I was like thinking about, it, I was like, okay, what's my skills? What's my weaknesses? Like, what do I bring to the table? Yeah. Like what? And then walked in there. And they they kind of asked me the question like why do you think like 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 why why should you do, like deserve this job like mm-hmm. what do you have blanked that's what you I, gotta I, write I, it down I, I blanked I was like uh, and then I mean I I still pulled through and everything and it was fine and then it was I mean it was a good it was probably one of my better interviews I've ever done mm-hmm. and that because it's more like because in our job in my job. A lot of this, a lot of it stems off feedback, yeah. And then giving each other feedback, which doesn't happen like in the real world, because yeah. people get very defensive, or they're too scared to say thing. something, yeah. And they're very like yeah. timid to say. It's, like, again, that goes back to what is this person going to think of me? What's yeah. their self image, right? If people would just be honest, like, like 
if you if you just went in and you remembered what you were going to say and you were just honest, like, I think this, this, and this, but I need to get better at this, yeah. that shows so much self-awareness. Yeah. And it and really shows who you want to be and who you are and where you're at in life. Yeah. And so I was like. And people got to respect that yeah. no matter what. Yeah. So in the feedback in that, um, just being able to receive and, and give out is really like change change a lot of who i am mm-hmm. and that built me into a better person and that because i received like i got feedback today and that because i was like there's this door this, this is part of why i was up till 2 a.m yesterday figuring kids stuff out mm-hmm. this kid's door was locked and then we couldn't get it open and it doesn't like that doesn't like ever happen at my work and mm-hmm. So we had, we like had to crawl through the window, but their windows are only can open up so much because they have like, our kids are very like truant okay. and truancy means like they run away from placement. Yeah. But anyway, so like we had to like slide this one person through to try to unlock the door. The door was, it still wasn't unlocking. And that, so then today and that the kids were fiddling with it and messing with it and trying to open it up and one of our kids goes he's like i can he's like i got this i have years of criminal experience <laughs> <laughs> and he, so uh that so that happens and I was, we were just laughing we we're going along with it we were cheering this this kid on and then all of a sudden another kid will, walks over and just kicks the door in just i'm like oh i was like here we go and so i told I told our maintenance man and then I got feedback. He's like, why, like, why was that happening? Like, why is that okay? Like, why did that happen? I'm like, I was like, yeah, I was like, I knew right away. I was like, this is not good. And that, cause like, if it's puts our like self in like a safety risk, yeah. and that, especially like from like the state being like, Hey, like, like, why are you letting kids knock down doors? And that, especially like, if it's like, if we, if the kid would have broke the lock or something, then that's on us to replace instead of like the state yeah so i got this feedback and i was like i was like dang i was like i really could have messed things up and that even though like it's very unintentional of like what they were doing and that still the risk that played into it i was like yeah yeah well i think i think that also goes back to um everything is always changing in your life right so we last week i talked about the stages of psychology uh i can kind of mention them here again quick let me find it yeah um, about like when you're a kid um so right here like stages one like you need constant loving relationships because you're you feel um based on like your parents and you have a sense of me right mm-hmm. and then as you become three to four years old you're more um looking at descriptive rather than judgmental right so now you're curious about things mm-hmm. and when you're five or six you're it's more about us like you you learn to share Right. And then you start to get more language and you can talk more and communicate. Yeah. We know communication is power. Um, And then in middle school, that's when things start to get weird. Right. You don't know who you are. You're changing adolescence. Now you're like self-conscious all of a sudden. Now that self-esteem, self-efficacy starts Mm. to change a lot. And then there's two important parts in adolescence. One is where you're successful. And two, where you get that feedback or um approval from people that you interact with on a daily basis Mm. that's when you start to shape your friendships and who you are 
But then in college, everything changes, right? Because now you're back to who am I? And then it kind of slows down when you're an adult and you like re-know, like it's set in stone, like this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's growth from zero to 14. It's exploration from 15 to 24. Establishment from 25 to 44. Maintenance as an older adult and then decline when you're 65 plus because that's when uh, either you don't care anymore or your body is just starting to uh, deteriorate. Usually, yeah, physically. So you're just yeah. not as much there uh, as you once were, maybe. Yeah. And that'd be interesting. And in that when we're like 40, 50 years old, and then seeing like where, where people at. are. Yeah, like that, yeah. I think because, that's why older generations think younger generations are so dumb and stupid. Yeah. Because they've gone through it all, but the yeah. younger ones, like, think about it now in college, it's fun to go out and party, right? Yeah. Now, how often do we think, yeah, let's go do that? Like, it's not as fun anymore. Yeah. And I also think, like like I said last week, each year, so think about from 10 to 20, 20 to 30, 30 to 40, you should look back and think that you were dumb. Mm. If you didn't, then you haven't gained any wisdom. Yeah. Not that you regret it, but that, hey, you know what? I'm more, I'm wiser now. That doesn't mean you can't have fun, but you should be wiser. But Yeah. And then on the flip side, I was also, like, thinking, like, how fast our world changes so how fast are like kids how fast are like people going to be still stuck in oh yeah a well, certain think, stage longer i think that the zero to 14 i think that is uh i think instead of being 14 like the exploration stage i think it's earlier now because kids like like ninth graders there's no way when i was in ninth grade i would be treated like ninth graders are today we act like they're adults yeah. and they're still so much black and white they do not get the gray yet you know what I mean? So they, they don't understand complex con- concepts yet. It's this or that for them. They're just like, you can tell who's more mature, who's uh, more intelligent because they get that stuff and others don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially it's so true that women age quicker and uh, better than men mm-hmm. because men are just dumb as a ninth grader, like so immature. Yeah. But what I think is crazy is that one, it's always changing, but two, we always, with it changing, we find new ways to help ourselves, right? So that's why I asked you what your passions are, because mm-hmm. you said your passions come and go. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I was thinking, I was like, I have an itch, so I, I have an itch like to get back into fishing, mm-hmm. uh, and I like that used to be like a huge thing, like with my family like, growing up, mm-hmm. which and then I haven't fished in like six years, which is interesting because. Six years ago, you're probably thinking about fishing all the time. And now you're a different person, but it came back to you. So like yeah. when I I was talking to Father Ken, this is where I'm bringing Father Ken back here. I was talking to him and he's like, if you want, we were talking about um, faith. And then we were also talking about like uh, giving back in charity. And he's like, does your bank account reflect that? And does your schedule reflect that? So are you spending the time and the energy on what you're passionate about or what you see yourself doing. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, then those two need to match up. And that's when your self, I guess we'll call it self-help. Mm-hmm. That's when you're going to start to influence yourself more. And when you can influence yourself more and know where you're at and you can achieve those things, mm-hmm. then you can push that onto others a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not always about uh, doing the interview or writing uh, what you're good at list or something like that. It's literally about lining up 
your mission. Yeah, your like yeah, your, your mission, your goal is yeah to make make yourself propel, right? You can't squat a lot of weight if nothing is I watched a video the other day. Heels gotta be in line with your knees, knees gotta be attached to the hips properly, shoulders, everything's gotta be lined up yeah. for you to squat a lot of weight. Otherwise you're never going to. So if you don't have everything lined up, then you can't start. Now when something gets out of line, how do you get it back in the line? And that's kind of like the stuff we talked about. Mm-hmm. So it, it just all runs together. It's very interesting to me. Yeah. And then another thing is, I think it takes a lot of time to figure it out. Because like you have, think about it as a baby. You have your basic needs, right? And then it starts to get like, oh, I know who my parents are. They'll come get me this and that, right? And then it's more, okay, this is who I'm going to be involved with as a high schooler. And then you start to think about what you're good at, not good at. And then it's like, this is me. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody always tells you you suck, that's like the self-actualization. That's at the top of the pyramid mm-hmm. in terms of stages. Once you think that's who you are, it's very difficult to change until that next stage of life or something happens that you, you leave that group of friends. You don't have that group thing we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. I, just think, I think that's interesting. And what else plays a huge role is media. Like yeah, and, uh, and I, social media. I, yeah, I was just thinking about that. Like sometimes, like self help comes like from like taking a step back. Yeah, and then especially like when a lot of our days on our on our phone and looking at how other people are doing and looking at other people's socials yeah. and seeing them successful, and yeah. then you're like, wow, I can't do that. I'm way behind. And then that like cuts in your like self esteem, like yeah, self confidence, you're comparing. Yeah, yeah. When and then I was, like. I, like this is like wild to think about. Like, as far as we know, we all one life, so who cares? Yeah. And that, but then in in that, people care a lot. Yeah. Well, some of it's like I was gonna say it's kind of like fake clarity because you see on social media, like you see a post, mm-hmm. and it could be fake. Like today, you know how Elon bought Twitter. I saw a tweet. Um, I looked at Elon's account, and it didn't say anything it was deleted. It wasn't even there, and it said. Elon tweeted that now I'm going to buy CrossFit and bring back Dave Castro as the guy who got fired. And some, some CrossFitters retweeted it and like, or put it on their Instagram and showed it. So that's how I saw it. And I looked at Elon's Twitter and it wasn't there. So somebody, another account posted it and basically faked it to look like you like it. Yeah. took a picture of Elon's and changed it. Right. So nobody even said it, but everybody's like putting this up and that just shows you how fake it is. Yeah. And that just, brings fake clarity to your life and you don't that, that doesn't you see, help you see how many people are mad that he bought twitter yeah and that like which is so crazy because he's like they're like what they what he could have done with 44 billion besides by a social media and that he's like they could he could have built <laughs> he could have built um uh oh shoot i don't know i haven't seen this uh, all i know is I actually agree with no, it. Like, I think he's doing okay. Like, I think he did yes. a service by buying it. Like, I think he's yeah. helping the general yeah. population. This whole thing is free speech. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that it's a fine purchase. Like yes. Elon, I, I don't he, know. But yeah, they're like he. He's like they, he could have built more economic friendly cars. Yeah. Essentially, he like, is maybe, trying maybe, to. I know, but he was like they're like making fun of like Tesla. Yeah, I, I get it, but I, I just know. think it's just interesting how much media 
plays a role in our self, who we think we are, based on so many fake things. But in the flip side, yeah, there are five, a lot of good five things. years, it's going to be even more. Yeah. Our, our, our whole identity, no, I'm going to say whole identity, a lot of our identity will be through the internet. You know, and I'm, I'm worried that, media. and I'm hopeful that doesn't happen, but I'm worried that people are going to lose their self for a screen or something behind a screen. Mm-hmm. Rather than going outside and being or, a real human, having interactions. Or they're going to find themselves. Yeah, I mean, I hope it's that one. Um, because I, this I mean, could be the good, not good thing that I talked yeah, about, the maybe. You know? Yeah, and exactly. Like, who knows? Because at the end of the day, like, people are scared to be themselves in real life now. But a lot of people choose, like, you can be going to a game or a virtual reality and choose who you want to be. And yeah. no one really knows who you are. So a lot of people is more, more of themselves come to light and they feel like more than like themselves. That's why a lot of kids play sin or sense, not sin, but, uh, or people spend tons and tons of time on like Minecraft building up their own personal world. Yeah. And well, I hope, I hope that people find themselves in it because there's a lot better influence from scarcity right we keep bringing that word back mm-hmm. and scarcity is about being yourself scarcity is such a good word it is i love it i love yeah. saying it and i also think that going back to the self-awareness if you are an expert on yourself in whatever time period you're at in your life whatever situation comes thrown your way if you are an expert on your life what that brings you more power that's one of the seven principles of power right mm-hmm. is being an expert what better thing to be an expert in than yourself? Another quote that I almost chose for the quote of the week was Dr. Seuss says that it's like, be you today. Nobody can be more youer than you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why that's an easy thing to be an expert on is yourself. Mm-hmm. It just takes some self-reflection and self-awareness of who you are. But that's being scarce compared to the population. Yeah. And especially Which is that, why I'm worried about media. Right. And then. But especially when you're you and you're like, you're truly you and that you really become a scary, like, like a scarce thing. And then, and then like the people that pull to you because of like who you are. Yeah. Cause then like, because that's what people want. And it goes back to what you said last week with life is 90% about how you respond and only 10% about what happens to you. Mm-hmm. Then the 10% that happens to you is basically irrelevant because the 90% is you responding in a better yeah. manner. And that's what we were talking, you were talking about like what brings you like, what helps you on like your down days or yeah. like when you're like feeling empty and that. I was like, I feel like I don't react to a lot. So my like cup never alters. And like, I'm the opposite. I, I feel, feel like, like mine can like, I base my day off of a lot of my passions, mm-hmm. but it changes and I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. So I like got to figure it out. Yeah, I'm a very emotional and visualized person. Though. Yeah, yeah. You're like, more neutral. Yeah. But yeah, because I mean, I'm passionate about the stock market and investments and that. But they, like, there's some weeks where I'm like, I don't Who care. Cares? Yeah. yeah. And that, like, I'm trying to get yeah, <laughs> like something else. Like, it's just I, as I yeah. I planned it. I'm a lot more uh, stressful all the time or stressed out than I think you are, and that's that's what I need to. Yeah. Get more, I'd say get cleaner at. Mm. Not even better, just cleaner, like boom, boom, boom. Good. 
mm. rather than think it all through. Yeah. Um, what, what do you, this is really my last question here. What do you think, do you think using your experiences, your self-help ways that you described earlier work on others or do you have to do a different tactic like we talked about in situational um, influence last week? Like the things I do. Yeah, like how you personally, like I said, I journal and stuff like that. Yeah, I I think so. Because I mean, like on co- on coping skills, mm-hmm. like to me, like coping skills is defined as like something you can do like immediately. Okay. And that uh, that doesn't really take you away from situations, more or less. Like tapping, like I tap my fingers. Yeah. And that like if you're on YouTube, like you can see. Like I tap my fingers, mm-hmm. and uh, if I'm yeah, like, check I, out I, the stream. I I don't even say like I I never I don't fidget you fidget yes, and that I think that's a huge thing for kids nowadays. Like is mm-hmm. I when I went through school, you, if you know. stood up and walked around, you were yeah. in trouble. <laughs> and that it doesn't stress me out, but it like I'm more aware. Like yeah. when when kids are moving around and that, but uh. Anyway, I, I I feel myself like tapping, um, a lot more like not even sexual like I want to say like in stressful situations, but just in like everyday moments mm-hmm. and that. Uh, but so I, like I give that to kids and that like tapping like counting back from like ten and yeah. that they get frustrated. Like I don't do that, but I know I know it helps certain kids. Yeah, uh, I know. This is crazy, but flashcards with written out things like they can do, like they can take 10 deep breaths mm-hmm. and like just seeing to take 10 deep breaths, like something like clicks in people's minds and that, and then on the flip side, like then you have like the self-help skills and that, which is more like things you do outside of whatever like thing you're in or whatever upsetting or however you're feeling and like for me like working out and uh, and i feel like that helps a lot of people out yeah stress relief yeah. yeah uh then that's i tell kids all the time and that i was like work out but i was like yeah. i was like actually like do a workout like even if it's just like 10 push-ups yeah. and, like it's hard to be mad at your like at something when you like, blow off that steam. Yeah. Or that or I was like when you I was like that or go out on push outs push ups. Like be mad. I was like push the ground. Yeah. I also think like you saying this makes me think uh different age groups need different types of self help. Yeah. Right? You're not gonna tell a sixty five year old go do ten push ups right mm-hmm. now. But or it, go about a mile. Yeah, but I think for like a five year old, like you said, the flashcards literally hold it up like Okay, mm-hmm. this is the consequence if you choose this. This is what happens if you choose this. Mm-hmm. And they, they look at it and then they think about it there, right? And they're like, okay, I'm going to choose the better one, mm-hmm. hopefully. Whereas um, like somebody our age, yeah, go work out or uh, go journal or a lot of older, uh, I shouldn't say older adults, a lot of uh, more mature adults will color um, or something like that or uh, literally draw. draw, talk to a therapist, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, or like you said, you tap doodle. your finger or doodle or 
uh, sometimes like hands-on thing like yeah like building like the cars when i was younger like that would work perfect yeah and so now I, i'm like yeah now it doesn't work for you yeah so i think that different age groups require a different type of self-help mm-hmm. and again another very individualistic topic um, but i think the more experiences you have and the older you get in life life the you've gone through those stages and uh had things change, self-esteem, uh, confidence, who you are, self-awareness, all that's changed over and over. And that's what gains that wisdom. Yeah. So I and think that helps you. Most people who change your mind are older. Yeah. It's really, it's either a peer because they're like you or right. it's an older person. Yeah. It's very hard for a younger person to change your mind unless you're trying, if you're, unless you're open to being changed. Yeah. And sometimes I also think a lot of my what what helps me doesn't help others which i'm totally yeah. okay with because it's it's like my self-aware my yeah. self-help so that's when you got to use the situational yes. or tactical influence yes. um and that's that we're talking I, about and that's when like i know like you i have, have a toolbox yes yeah. of like what i have multiple things that like i know help kids and help people that don't help me yeah and that uh like for me i i in my head i always say like it is what it is like some like i could no, you say that too. <laughs> yes, but I, when I'm around people, I normally don't say it. If I'm here, I'll say it more. But if I'm around people that like, I don't, I don't think need to hear what I'm thinking. I just say it in my mind. Mm-hmm. And that because sometimes like when I talked about feedback er, earlier. Sometimes like I don't give the feed like, and I know I need to. But sometimes like I'm just such in a mode where I'm like, it is what it is. Don't yeah. care. Like I'm just gonna move on my day. And then yeah, I do that too. Then, which makes me not i don't want i want to get better at not doing that yeah i feel like i'm not giving my best then yeah and i feel the same way but then like to me sometimes like that is more important is just saying it is what it is then, sometimes yes uh but yeah and then i'm like to me also like i don't i don't get emotionally stirred from people cussing me out calling me up and down and talking about my family yeah uh don't say no 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 more your mama jokes to you huh <laughs> yeah i mean they they can say them all types of way like kids like make fun of you like yeah and my, kids my, think they're like tough saying that too yeah. and it's like uh like, i don't even care dude yeah. one you shouldn't talk to me like that but two it's it's not like you're it's meaning anything yeah I'll, and that but like none of those things like trigger but it triggers other people uh but it's just very interesting like uh just especially kids bring race into things or people bring race into things yeah and i'm like can't change it yeah so i was like like, i'm gonna move on grow up i was like just trying to get through the world together amen brother uh i ain't got anything else yeah i'm ready to be done yeah i think we got a good episode here let's uh talk about the challenge this week yeah for sure challenge of the week is do or try one thing that is self-help for yourself. And then per day. Per day. Per day. Sorry, I forgot to write that down. Per it's day. It's okay. So like focus on journaling for a yes. day or go ahead. I was also like, yeah. Never mind. I was just thinking of like read like things. I was like, I also haven't done in a while, but the sauna. Mm-hmm. And uh I think it's I'm also, gonna try to do feedback, mm-hmm. like 
think about my, I'm going to give my feedback to myself and then feedback to others on what they could do and I, just be real with people. Yes. Cause I and, think the more then, you're real, the better it is. And I'm excited to hear about this, especially if you push yourself. Yeah. Ma- mainly it's at school. I'm pretty good in like telling like you or Will or Steph or whoever, like I'm pretty, pretty honest and pretty upbeat yeah. about like, Hey, this is mm-hmm. what I think, but I need to do it in school for kids and put a little more effort in. Yeah. Um, and I think like, and then keep submitting myself to let the process. Yeah, I got another thought for it. Go also, for it. I was like, I also think like in today's world, and, and I I get into, and I know this is a huge thing for people is like people get so stuck in a routine of of pouring into others that they don't pour into themselves, and it's like yeah, uh, take a break. It's like a, it's like, uh, but it's like the flip side is like it's like a micro flex, mm-hmm. and that like me saying like. Like, I even felt it when I was like, oh, I worked four, four weeks in a row for a hundred hours. I was like, that was like a microflex. I'm calling myself out right now because I'm just thinking about it. You're like, uh, I did it. Yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, I did it. I was like, that's, I was like, that's not a thing a lot of people do. If yeah. like, really, like, but, uh, yeah, it's like a microflex is like when, when you're not, pouring into yourself and you're so focused on pouring out into others and that uh, your your own life starts to deteriorate and that and like i know this because like i stopped cleaning as much i like my room is always dirty and that like i never my laundry never gets folded and that i never put stuff away which doesn't my sound like a lot here. doesn't sound like a lot but that leads to other if your room's not clean you might not be working out as much you might not be sleeping as well. You might not be eating as well just because yeah. everything's go, go, go. And you don't really care about anything yeah. except for work. Mm-hmm. So those things might seem like to the average person, like nothing like, oh, you didn't clean yeah. your room. So what? But that leads and movement shows other areas of your life are lacking. Yeah. And That's so, yeah. Evidence. And so like when I was like really in the thick of it, like I knew my room was constantly disgusting. But like and no, like I would wasn't here long enough or thought about it enough to like make it. And then as soon as like I took a step back, I'm like, I'm like wow, I was like I haven't taken like a self day to just like let my like self be prioritized. Yeah, you need those self days or like uh, cleansing days. Yeah. Like if you're eating really healthy, you need a day you're not eating healthy. Yes. If you're eating really bad, you need a day to like wow, I feel like crap. I need to like. And you've talked about this before is like how important Sunday is for you just to yeah get ready like for detox week. and yeah and relax. Yeah. And I I didn't really have that last Sunday because I have my kicking thing um, once a month. So yeah, I, it gets and I think I mean last year this time last year was like the worst time ever because I was so busy I didn't even notice. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be it'd be interesting. Oh, I've thought about it all April. I've made sure like <laughs> I, I love weekends like. Yeah. I mean, like you get mad at me sometimes. Like you used to want to do this, do that, and now you just want to do nothing. Literally, I love weekends when I can just like, I know I wake up on Saturday whenever I want. I work out. I don't even have to get groceries. I'm doing something with friends at night. Sunday, I go to church. I hang out. I do sauna, yoga, make food, ready for another week. Mm-hmm. If I have just out of my schedule, it's a great weekend, mm-hmm. especially if it's nice out. Just because it's a it's so like uh, everybody needs right. needs that recovery time. Um, so you have to go, go, go all the time. Mm-hmm. Just personal, what I think. 
Yeah. Again, challenge of the week is do or try one thing for self-help per day. Roger that. All right. We will catch you guys on the 1440 this week. And uh, until then, have a great week. Love you. Bye.